Good friends, good books, and a sleepy conscience. This is The Ideal Life by Mark Twain. Hey, my name is Zach, and this is the Plaid Jacket Philosopher, the podcast for tradespeople and the blue-collar middle class. I'm hoping to punch a few holes in the stereotypes that surround blue-collar workers and hopefully share a lot of the stories behind how we got into our line of work and the honest joy you can get from working outside of the office space. The plan is to mix in interviews as well as some solo stories from job sites, fatherhood, and personal experiences that led me to where I am today. Some will be funny, some will be personal, but hopefully any and all content here can help broaden what your opinion is of the blue-collar middle class. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode. This one's the end of March, March 31st. Um, You know, I think at this point it's safe to say no matter where you are in the world, you've survived one full year of the lockdown and uh, no end in sight, so perfect. But this episode we're going to talk about something that I briefly touched on two weeks ago just regarding friendships and acquaintances that you're going to kind of meet along your path doing whatever you're doing and kind of sifting out people who have good intentions for you or who don't have the best intentions for you and then also just expanding your horizons as far as perspectives and different personalities that you kind of come in touch with and the way that they can affect you and you know I I think it's great I think it's great to have a wide-ranging group of friends or or different people whose perspectives you take into account and personally I'd argue that Another way to kind of expand that is through books. And anyway, I'll go into that in this episode. And before I get too far into that, and also talking about books and that opening quote by Mark Twain, um, the idea of, oh, I think good friends and good books are pretty straightforward. Don't need to explain that to any of you. But the idea of a sleepy conscience, this is the ideal life. That's just saying that basically you're at peace with what you're doing. You're not doing anything that upsets your own conscience. You're not, you know, you're not violating yourself that way. You're not... uh, you're not going against your own truths. Now, when I'm talking about friends and acquaintances, I'm not just talking about, you know, the people who you haven't seen in a long time, you meet back up, reconnect, it's all lovey-dovey, it's a lot of fun. You know, that's a great aspect of it, but that's not that's not kind of the way that I'm looking at it as far as this topic goes, this conversation. Um, I'm sure anybody listening to this is more than familiar with the Joe Rogan experience, and if you are and you're like me, you kind of pick and choose which episodes you listen to, you listen to the ones where... The guests are interesting to you or whatever the case may be. That's especially been me since he moved to Spotify. It's just, it doesn't seem as smooth as the Apple podcast app. So anyway, I, I don't listen to it as much, but the uh, he had Marcus Luttrell on recently, which if you aren't familiar with, he's the story around the, the movie Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. Anyway, it, it was pretty incredible. And the way that they described friendship, acquaintances, and going through the seals together and just just trying to get farther ahead in life is you kind of, they would always view themselves as a knife or as a blade. And all these friends, all these people that you run into in life are, are stones, whether they sharpen you or dull you, that's entirely up to you and entirely up to you how long you let them kind of influence your life. And so that's what this, that's what this podcast is kind of looking at is trying to be the best friend and the best mentor you can be as well as only really accepting input from people who are sharpening you and who do want to see you get ahead. Now let's talk about the good stuff first. That's the easy stuff to get out of the way. It's the stuff you guys probably all know about and are more than familiar with. Don't need to spend a lot of time on it. So, you know, friends are great for encouragement. I mean, going through this podcast, starting this up, I mean, I've met a whole new wide range of people through it, which their input has been incredibly like invaluable to 
to every episode that I put out and in me trying to make this thing better and better with each week. You know, some of those podcasts that that I've listened to, the, you know, the the, uh, the content creators, the owners, whatever you want to call them, the stars of the show, <laughs> you know. Anyway, there's Matt with the Fumbled Penis podcast, which is hilarious. Uh, seriously, give it a listen. As long as you're not easily offended. Anyway, then there's also Pixie from Next on Stage One, which is this really cool podcast. I mean, I never would have I never would have dreamed of it, but it's two it's two ex strippers kind of going over different things with the entertainment industry, nightlife. It's really interesting, anyway. And then there's also Mark from Hey Mark, and I can really bounce ideas off of these three. I'm really appreciative of it. I really enjoy it. And then uh, I'm also working on you know, a possible collaboration with another podcast. They're called Cancelled for Maintenance. It's about aircraft mechanics and maintenance. And it's it's fascinating. I mean, being in trades, being in kind of a blue collar life like this, this is right up my alley. So anyway, go ahead, check those guys out. Digressing, going back to kind of real life, not this the, the podcast life. But uh, recently, one of my friends was back in town, we had spent years together, I'm talking six, seven, eight years going between oil field and mining and all over the place following each other to sites and he came in town grabbed a beer had a bit of a bullshit and it was it was awesome and it was kind of cool to hear because I was telling him a story that happened in my personal life that I had I had relayed on a podcast recently and he's like oh yeah you already talked about that and just hearing that you know that he listens to the podcast is is crazy it's cool right it's it's that nice little bit of encouragement i'm not saying that <laughs> every friend i have i uh, i have that same relationship with but it was nice and it was something that kind of spurred me on to talking about just friendship and acquaintances this week for this podcast episode and so you know people like this like it's really nice to find people who are genuinely happy for your success i mean i had the same thing with another one of my oldest friends here this last week reached out and just said essentially boiled down like hey man good on you for sticking with it like it's sounding really good it's sounding way better um yeah and that kind of stuff goes a long way but that stuff again i mean even in talking to marshall last week the idea of that positive reinforcement and that positive messaging it does land like it's appreciated for sure but it doesn't i don't know it doesn't really hit you in the gut like the the harder lessons do right so Anyway, that's not taking anything away from it. I appreciate it immensely. Thank you so much. That really does help me get ahead. So now what we're going to talk about are, you know, um, people who maybe give you harder advice. Maybe, you know, they're those stones that really do sharpen you. And while that sharpening's taking place, you know, you're feeling a lot of pressure. You're feeling a lot of, uh, a lot of grinding. Like there's work put in there, you know, the heat's cranked up a little bit. And I have... I have one guy who's actually, you know, married into the family, family member, but I like to bounce certain podcast episodes off of him where I'm not 100% sure on a few things, like how I'm feeling about it. And he's, he's pretty damn ruthless when it comes to his critique, which I, you know, I, it hurts at the time, every time, I'm not going to lie, but it's, uh, you know, because it's something that you're creating. It's something that you're really actively putting a lot of effort into, a lot of brain power, and you're you're trying to build something that you're proud of. It doesn't always happen. You know, not every episode is your favorite, but the idea that he's honest with me and I can count on it being honest every time is, again, incredibly invaluable. You don't always have to have friends who just fluff you up, you know, because they... A, that messaging gets old, but B, you know, it's often a detriment to you. It doesn't help you grow. The only time you can really grow is when you kind of have to 
cut off some of those layers of that that garbage that bullshit that you're carrying around and you really got to grow through it so again this is this is one reason why i appreciate his input so much because he will he will kind of cut through a few of the things that i've said or analyze it or ask me more questions to expand on it and you know i appreciate it so anyway that's another kind of friend or acquaintance that we can have somebody who is willing is willing to take you down a few pegs and that's in my experience anyway and again as i've kind of relayed through here i like to not prove people wrong because these people i know have the best intentions for me but i like to be able to push through that through challenges and through when people tell you that something isn't good enough and really you're going to run into these people all the way through life anyway who try to you know put walls up in front of you kick you over slow you up trip you up whatever you want to call it you're going to run into those people in life anyway so if you've got a friend who is also in your corner but willing to take that stance to try to help you grow value them treasure them and really really try to take what they're saying to heart because again the way that i view it is this is just sharpening me this is trying to make me better it's uncomfortable in the time being you know nobody likes to be sitting on the grind wheel just sparks flying and you're under the heat the pressure but it all serves to sharpen you in the end and make you a better person and better suited for whatever task you're aiming at now those are the friends who are up front with you whether it's being positive reinforcement or constructive criticism whatever the case may be these are the friends you've got who are positive up front and it's great either way both of those um both of those kind of influences are amazing they can really take you a long way but what about friends who and you know i've experienced this as being a bad friend or air quote bad friend before what about friends who you know they'll say something but they don't really want you to get too high. They don't want you to really leap off from the same playing field that they're at, right? We're all familiar with this. I mean, even me, myself, like I, I struggled with this. I struggled with this last week. My, one of my buddies, like, all right, um, full disclosure, like I have very, very low faith in the financial system. I've got a podcast coming up that I'm going to talk to, be talking to somebody about just the money printing fiasco between Canada and the States and I don't know where else. Most of our news is centraled around North America. Anyway, I don't have a lot of faith in the the monetary system. And so uh, I've been getting into a crypto a little bit more. I'm just playing the long game. And then one of my buddies is kind of playing short-term markets. Anyway, he made a good amount of money in one day. He, he roughly made 50% on his investment, which is huge. And, you know, it's funny. He called me to to talk about it. He was excited. And it was weird because the first emotions that I had were first excitement and then be like, oh man, like a little bit of envy. And it, you know, like it really took me a step back because I, you know, especially talking on this podcast, like I find that it, it really, it, it tries or, well, I'm trying to keep myself very, very accountable to what I've said on here. I think that's one of my key takeaways from doing a podcast, let alone listening to other podcasts, but doing my own is just holding myself accountable. So when I started to notice that feeling, I, I got pretty pissed off at myself right away. And I, I, I've done my best to just swallow that, shove it to the side, and I was genuinely happy for him. But that's something that, you know, I'm only starting to learn now at 31. Like when I was younger, I would definitely get that feeling. If one of my friends, you know, on the one hand, I would be happy for them. On the other hand, I'd be envious of them. And so if I can do that to my friends, like I have to be, aware that you know that may be coming back at me sometimes from some people and again it's it's nobody that I've listed so far in this podcast like I you know I've got a good 
good group of friends who I can trust wholeheartedly. But you got to keep in mind with those people kind of around the perimeter, you know, your your peripheral friends, like maybe they don't want you to do that much better. Maybe they don't want you to be that many steps ahead, right? So, so do be wary of that and kind of trust your gut. That's where it usually comes down to me. You can usually tell what people's motives are um, based on just track record and kind of the way that they'll deliver their message or whatever. So that's one thing to really keep in mind are people's dishonest intentions behind what they're saying. So as I was talking about earlier, I mean, you know, having those personal friends, those new friends that I've kind of started to reach out with and just talk to, um, coordinate things about the podcast and everything like you, you start to, you know, you go through different cycles in life, you'll have different friends circles, you know, you've got different people that you bounce ideas off of whatever it may be you've got I mean everybody knows you've got your best friend at work and then you've got your best friend outside of work um it's just kind of the way it goes you you develop all these different circles and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with moving on through life you know changing that friend that friend group every once in a while too because again not everybody is always going to be wanting to try to help you along sometimes you've got people dragging you down sometimes you may be the person who's dragging others down like you know, don't ever kind of take yourself out of this equation. Again, like I really had to face that issue of envy just this last week. Like it's, you know, you've got to be self-reflective. You've really got to be honest with yourself. Like sometimes you're that friend who's dragging others down. You're holding people back. So do your best to not be that person and do your best to, you know, I mean, sometimes it's long-term friendships and it's tough. It's brutal. Maybe they'll come back around, but maybe you notice that they are trying to hold you back, whether it be uh, explicitly or just, you know, you're kind of getting that feeling. It's it's implied that you're, you're, you're getting that vibe. Either way, you got to really pay attention to that and try to avoid it because, you know, maybe you guys will reconnect one day and you'll both be back up on that same level. You'll both be confident, but maybe... You know, a lot of the time it comes with self-consciousness. It comes down to whatever whatever they may be going through, but they they don't want you to get that that much farther ahead than them. So be wary of that with your friend groups. Um, watch watch that you don't have too many people dragging you down. You want to try to try to hang out with people who are going to sharpen you, who want to push you forward. And there's almost that little bit of like friendly competition. And there's there's again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. There is nothing wrong with competition. Like we're all competing for something, whatever field we're going in, we're all, we all have a sense of competition going here. But it's, you know, as long as everybody's fair, and you're, you're open about it, and you're, you're literally trying to sharpen each other, because steel sharpens steel, you want to be with people who are going to sharpen you, and you're also at the same time sharpening them. That's how everybody gets ahead together. Sorry, it went down another track again. But the idea of kind of having different personalities, different perspectives surrounding you is awesome and that's part of what i originally meant to get into with having different kind of friend groups because sometimes you can you know i've got certain friends that i can talk to about certain topics certain really deep discussions and then i've got other ones who i can talk to about like dad issues or family issues then i've got other friends who i can talk to about you know whatever is bugging me in, in the day-to-day -day shit but we all have these different friend groups, different perspectives, and you can bounce ideas off of each of them differently and independently. And that, I think that is such a key thing to have. Like, I mean, we see it nowadays, again, I, I don't want to harp on it too much, but you see it on social media, you know, the left, the right, the compartmentalization of everybody and just these echo chambers that are built up everywhere. You've got to surround yourself 
with people of differing opinions and just different ways to break down and analyze situations because it really, I've found personally, especially through this podcast, like I've got an episode, well, two episodes that I'm in the middle of editing right now. And again, sorry, David, I'm having a bear of a time editing this thing. It is coming out, I promise. And then I've also got one in the in the uh, shoot with Kyle. And these things are coming out pretty quick. And they're just two examples. They're completely 180 degrees opposite of each other in, in style, in topic, in, well, in <laughs> in uh, language. Like, it, they, they couldn't be farther apart from each other if they tried. But I love having these kind of talks. I love talking to people who think differently or have an, their own unique perspective on something because it just it just broadens and kind of it builds my tool chest is how I feel. And I think that that's something that you guys should really think about too, especially nowadays where everything is so polarized and it's hot button topics left and right. And it's, you know, it's just, it's so contentious. If you can find a way to try to take that the viewpoint of somebody who you're talking to who may disagree with you on something, but if you have friends who are in that same headspace and you've learned how to talk back and forth with them, I mean, that's the only way we're going to build any kind of common ground here is if you're able to relate to them as a human being, which, again, online is not very easy. But if we have friends with all these different viewpoints, it, it just helps to build a better collective opinion when you're going to talk to anybody about anything. And then along that same line of thought, again, I'm not going to get into this too much because I don't know how much people really want to hear about this. But, you know, this is my same opinion of books, uh, specifically reading history books. I, I really like to try to broaden my understanding of what has happened, what the capacities of kind of humanity is like I mean I I was thinking again I I was talking about you know 1984 and Brave New World and those are still on my reading list but the idea there's a few books historically speaking that I'm really drawn to one of them is Ordinary Men uh, the other one is The Rape of Nanking uh, Rape of Nanking is by Iris Chang but it really delves into the absolute levels of evil that humanity is capable of with very, very little push. Um, it's just inherently natural. And so to me, I think I think that would make a fascinating podcast series. But again, that's not what we're talking about here. But I am talking about broadening your horizons, broadening your perspectives through books. Because, I mean, that's a, a way you're making a, you know, I don't know if you want to get too crazy about it, but it's almost a psychic connection to the author like you're getting a glimpse into their perspectives how they view this certain event especially the reason I like history is because you kind of have a, a, a set number of facts you know what happened but then it's up to the author to tell you the story behind why it happened how it happened those involved like it, it offers it offers a perspective on on the historical issue that happened like that that's the facts and now let's hear tell you why I want to hear your perspectives and especially if you read a couple of books that may cover the same period in history or the same topic it's really interesting because you'll start to hear different perspectives and you'll start to view whatever that that piece of history is through different eyes so that's why I really I really appreciate reading books and I it's something that I I push you know, not too heavily because again, I'm not standing up here on some pulpit. I'm not preaching. I'm just, I'm just telling you what helps me and the type of stuff that really interests me and and books specifically. You know, 20th century history books. Boom, right on the money. That's where I'm going to be reading 
85% of the time. That or another one, <laughs> chaos, all about uh, the Charles Manson story and the, the crazy LSD. Anyway, the, the tie-ins to the CIA and everything. There, there's amazing books. And again, I, I could go off on an episode about books, and I'm sure that I will one of these days because, quite frankly, I'm going to run out of things to talk about. But yeah, just really try to broaden your horizons, open your perspectives. And I do think one key way to do that is through books. All right, so backing up again. Sorry, didn't mean to get that far into books. It happens. Um, let's say you do have a group of friends and some things do get contentious. Maybe you have different views on things. I mean, I feel like especially nowadays, it's really easy for people to have differing views on what's happening financially or what's happening socially or what's happening politically, whatever the case may be. I mean, there's ever it feels like it's all black and white and it's really hard to hash out any gray areas. So if if your friends don't necessarily believe the same thing that you do, you know, don't expect or try to force them into your line of thinking. I mean, again, like I think that's the bonus of having different perspectives is hearing different people's opinions on things. I I don't think you ever want you don't want a, a whole society co- to conform to one way of thinking, no matter what it is. I mean, you can view your friend group as a small society. Um, I'd like to think of it as a secret club or, you know, something along those lines. It's pretty cool that way. But, you know, if you've got, if you've got this little society that's built up, you don't want everybody thinking the same way. I think that just makes for extremely dull conversation for starters. It also, you know, it starts to feel kind of brainwashy. There's no real, there's no real pushback. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not. I've never actually looked into it, but in the movie World War Z, they're talking about, and yeah, that's Zed. I'm Canadian. So for the Israeli government or whatever, they talk about the job of the 10th man, I think it was. And if all nine are in agreement, then it's the job of that 10th man to try to prove them wrong, whether he believes it's true or not. And this is obviously a fictitious story about zombies, which would have been a way cooler apocalypse than what we're going through right now. But anyway, the idea is that if everything's all going down one path, like somebody really should be putting on the brakes and questioning and asking, like, are we going the right way? And I mean, I've fallen into this in in certain social groups I'm in, you know, where everybody falls into one line of thinking. And it's, uh, you know, you get caught up in it real easy. But then if you take one step back, or or maybe you read something that kind of tweaks just a a part of your view, and then you can kind of take a step back and realize like, hey, like, you know, we're all pretty lockstep here. Like, let's try to get a, a differing opinion in here, see if we can blow some of this apart. You know, it again goes back to why I really appreciate the scientific method. The fact that once something is air quotes discovered, it is the job of the rest of the community to pull it apart. And I think that's important on a on a relationship level, on a, you know, friend to friend basis. I, I think that's very important. And that's why I stress and why I'm actively trying to cultivate different perspectives to try to, you know, punch holes in things that maybe I hold pretty dear, or, you know, maybe I can be that person to somebody else. If they come on with one hardline opinion, maybe I can punch a couple little holes in it, maybe just pinholes just to get them to, you know, you got to think, you got to start putting that back together. And if this piece doesn't add up, you know, it's, it's just, it's good to have somebody there who can keep everybody intellectually honest. And so, Again, if you are right, like rather than trying to force people into your line of thinking, if you're correct, like 
they'll see it in your actions. You know, you don't have to worry about trying to browbeat them verbally. Just continue on with your way of life. If you're correct, it's going to show itself in your actions in kind of the steps that you've taken, the the progress that you've made. So so again, don't worry so much about that and actually value the fact that some of your friends or some of your acquaintances may have differing opinions and you can still carry out civil conversations in spite of that. But again, and I'm going to completely contradict myself again and going back to like I'd said before, sometimes, you know, you do have to drop people. You do have to start kind of looking for new circles of friends because sometimes you are getting dragged down. But again, I'll remind you, always look inward. You know, never be 100% sure that you aren't the person that might be dragging other people down. It's something that I'm trying to work on that I have been trying to work on for a good couple of years now. And I think I've got it pretty well under control is, you know, being genuinely happy for your friends. You know, maybe they maybe they catch a break that they do all of a sudden they leapfrog you in the social standing, whatever hierarchy you're in, maybe they, they leapfrog you. And, you know, there's a bit of envy that goes into that. But at the same time, brush that under the rug, or no, maybe that's not the right term. Uh, get rid of it, burn it away, and genuinely just be happy for them. You know, that's what you're there for. That's what they're there for. You kind of guys, you, you help each other along. Now, I think the correlation and the relation to work is pretty obvious here, but I'll just go into it for a couple of minutes. Uh, I'm not going to get into, you know, relationship with kids and obviously romantic partners, your husband, wife, whatever, because that all kind of falls into the same rules as friendship. So when it comes to work, I mean, you know, you're constantly trying to or you should be constantly trying to sharpen that blade to sharpen, you know, who you are, what you what you're capable of. And so if you know, if all these people around you, again, be mindful, some people don't want to see you succeed, some people are envious, they want to get that promotion before you do. So try to ignore them. I mean, they may throw you a little few curveballs here and there, identify it, just move on, don't worry about it. But really, take advice from those who are willing to give it. And if you're in a position to give advice, give it freely, even if it's a little bit tough to swallow sometimes. Like I said, when you're kind of getting sharpened, when you're really going through the grind of it, it's hot, it's uncomfortable, sparks are flying, things get intense. But that's where you're starting to grow. That's where you're learning. You know, when you get, uh, for me, when I started out, it was, well, it was something real basic, but it was three-way switches. So it's basically where you have lights controlled from two locations, or then you get into four ways where it's multiple locations it can be three to ten whatever however many that tripped me up for a long time and it pissed me off every time that I would screw it up and I'd have to get shown how to do it right finally it clicked um, through many painful lessons as a first year apprentice second year maybe but uh, finally clicked and I felt so much better because of it despite all that pain and frustration and anger during the process of learning that now this weekend, sorry, I'm a little bit shorter than usual. Honestly, I've been, I had a number of interviews that, that came up, you know, speaking of changing perspectives or adding perspectives to my list, but I've had a number of interviews that I've done, a number that I'm doing in the future here, and I am horrible when it comes to editing. I, It's by far my least favorite part of it, and the worst part of all of it is when there's technical difficulties, you know, connection issues, because most of these calls are being done through Zoom, actually all but one of my interviews so far. So it's uh, those are the ones that drive me the most nuts are trying to clean up technical glitches. <laughs> so anyway, sorry, this episode is a little bit shorter than usual. I'm I'm in the I'm kind of neck deep in trying to 
edit a few of these other interviews. And at the same time, I'm trying not to clump interview after interview after interview. So then you have to hear solo after solo after solo because, I mean, I I can't even listen to my own voice. So I, 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 can't, I can't imagine you guys want to listen to too many episodes in a row where it's just me talking in this same monotone tone. So I'm going to try to mix in. Like I said, my goal at the beginning of the year, I'm failing miserably so far, but here on out, doing my best. Going to be a solo, then an interview, then a solo, then an interview, so on and so forth until I get tired of this or we all die from the apocalypse. So anyway, oh, before I roll into my usual spiel, uh, I was told that, you know, again, I'm an absolute idiot when it comes to technical stuff. So I was told that Apple reviews, not just having a rating, so not just putting the rating in, but actually typing in a positive review can really help with the algorithm and the show getting seen. So I'm just putting out uh, an earnest request to the listeners. If you do listen through Apple, I, I've noticed through diagnostics, most of it is through Spotify. But if you do listen through Apple, could you please leave a rating and a review? It just helps me immensely kind of moving forward. And I, I really, really appreciate it. I'll pay you back sometime. If you want to send a review, you know, snap a picture and include it in an email, I'll fire you off stickers. Mind you, even if you don't review it and you just send me your name, address and where you want the stickers sent to, you're still going to get stickers. So that's another reminder. Shoot me an email. I'll send you stickers. Boom. Done. You're not added to any emailing list. I'm not going to pester you. That's it. So all right, everybody, that's it for today. I hope you found some value in this week's episode. If you did and are interested in more content like this, please rate, review, subscribe, and recommend the podcast to a friend. I really appreciate all the feedback you've given me to this point and look forward to hearing from you again. As always, the podcast page is the Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Facebook, at Jacket Plaid on Twitter, and at Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Instagram. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for the continued support and especially to those of you who reach out weekly with comments on each episode. Have a great week and I'll talk to you all again soon.